Okay, so we're up to the point to where the plates are beginning to divide. Everything is thawing um, to an extent. I mean, to an extent. I mean, there's there's still quite a bit of, of ice cap build going on. Um, human nature is curiosity. We want to get out. We want to discover. We want to learn. We want to know about what's around us. The ability to become more mobile now that we have our cranial development has began to show the capabilities to build um, not just mounds, not just pyramids. We're talking ships and boats and the whole deal. Um, so when when you're told in school about um, the only migration was across this land slash ice bridge, that's total bullshit. I mean, common sense tells you that when the continental divide happened, people, plants, animals... Everything was separated by nature, by force of nature. And then afterwards, exploration came. Migration came. When these things began to occur is when we really can notice similarities, especially along the same timelines and pictograms, hieroglyphs, pyramid building, um, the whole deal between um, both South America and Africa. Um, it's, it's not really hard to look at the two pieces of land and see how they, they most likely fit together. Um, we're also looking at dealing with some continents that had sunk during this great landmass movement. Um, two, at least two of these possible continents are Atlantis and the land of Mu, also known as Lumeria. Um, this is a land of ancient knowledge, just like, um, Atlantis was. Uh, these are kind of areas that would have been right in the middle of what is known as the cradle of life um, before the continental divide started. So the fact that ancient knowledge probably existed there makes a little sense. Okay, back on topic. Um, we see the pyramids in South America um, and their civilizations, the Incas, the Mayans, the Aztecs. Um, the only thing in existence that even remotely resembled their um, advanced civilization skills are the Anasazi who lived in the cliffs of uh, Southwest America and those who lived in Africa um, in what is now known as Sudan, Egypt, um, all these areas were once known as Kemet, Kush, etc. Um, 
So you see these parallels. Now, we also see parallels in the way that migration happened. Migration happened not south to not north to south so much as it did the opposite direction south to north. They went from these ancient civilizations out into the jungles to see what else was in the world. Once they found the sea, they had these huge trees. So they built ships and certain tribes and clans became sea-dominating people. I mean, they were just bad as sailors. Um, they would be the explorers. Um, Mensa Un would be one of these to take advantage of uh, shipbuilding and global exploring. He would make several trips from the Empire of Mali uh, to the Americas. Um, he would bring a lot of people with him every trip. Um, and he would eventually just not return, which is how Mansa Musa kind of came into power. It was kind of the boss walked off the job, so here you go. Um, a lot of these people are the royalty that established America. Now, these people would not have been of Mongoloid descent like the ones that came across the ice slash land bridge. So that puts the Americas having two types, count them two, two types of, of Aboriginal American. You have the Mongoloid and the Negroid. Now, the Negroid is actually the original American. Um, he's also going to be known around the globe um, by a more popular term called a Moor. Um, all of these people had the same basic customs. Um, they wore head wraps. Their dress was the same. Their practices were the same. And their knowledge of, of, of things that most people didn't even believe in yet was off the charts. Are these descendants of those ancient civilizations? Possibly. Um, you have to figure that, you know, some of the of the history keepers, storytellers, um, did make it and survive and go out into the world. Now, these people would see themselves not necessarily um, captured or enslaved, per se. Um, it's told that they they worked with the crown and they worked with the church and they worked with the crown of Spain and all this kind of stuff. Nah, not really, because they were treated like shit, and they got no credit for any of the work they did. Um, these were the navigators. These were the people who plotted the course to get them here, which means, guess what? They had probably been here before. Uh-oh. None of that's taught to you either, is it? But logically, it all makes perfect sense. That's why it's important to teach you all of these things in, in separate units so that your brain cannot absorb that the puzzle pieces do not belong together. Okay? So, moving along. Um, as, as we see this happen 
and these people begin to migrate. Um, there's another falsehood that gets told way, 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 way too often. Europeans were not the ones who introduced fucking horses to the Americas. They existed here prior to the invasion, just like they existed everywhere else in the damn world. They were all different breeds and all different types, just like lions and tigers and bears and all the rest. You know, this is important stuff that people like should know because you're getting brainwashed into believing that all of these people were these saviors and they weren't. They didn't that they they came and they taught things that people who lived here already knew. They already knew and were master horsemen. Master horsemen. They already knew how to farm. They were master farmers. They knew how to plant and irrigate so that they never had to really tend their garden or weed it or anything else other than making sure that it got irrigated properly once a week. Um, some of these civilizations even built floating gardens um, to, to, to feed their tribe or civilization or, or clan or however whatever terminology you want to put on it on their city which is what we would call it today they would build floating gardens now these floating gardens hmm could these be part of the of the big babylonian tale possibly possibly i mean there there's there are too many um, bad things that went on in Babylon for me to believe that um, something so beautiful was allowed to exist in a place that was basically a gate to hell. Um, moving on. Um, as these people begin to migrate north, you see I'm kind of branch off into what become the Plains and Southwest Indians and the East Coast, um, that would be east of the Mississippi. Um, those were all woodland tribes. Um, all of these are Negroid descent. All of these tribes are direct descendants of the Incans, of the Mayans, of the Aztecs, they have some of the oldest RNA and DNA in existence. But because of the way that the pattern is laid out to map DNA and to map RNA, their heritage is not marked as American. It is marked as African. Guess what? That is a false like a, a, a like a fault in the scientific method of how things get mapped. Um, you can't base a theory on an unproven theory. Um, that kind of defeats the purpose of the whole scientific test to begin with. Um, so if you are somebody who has gone through DNA testing, which I don't recommend to anybody of color 
or who has the capability of tracking down their own heritage, it is not made for you. Okay, let me tell you that again. Ancestry DNA, blah, 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 blah. None of that shit is for people of color. It's just not. The way that they have written the history books is the way that they have designed the scientific mapping to correlate. Your history could be 100% Aboriginal American and show up as something else. Let that sink in. Your heritage could be something else entirely. And show up as another thing. Okay. That's it for now. We'll get into something else in a little while.